Welcome to another episode of FPL Amateurs of Oz podcast. Joining me tonight is uh, my West Ham tragic demo. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, mate. It feels like we've uh, it's been forever since we've actually potted. Yeah, no, it has been, mate. Um, COVID and uh, sickness and uh, not very many games, mate. It's sort of it's been a while, but it's good to finally chat a bit of football. It has been sort of not the start I wanted this week, but um, still a few games left next week, which is a bit weird, the massive gap between games. Mm. Um, and also joining us this week is Simon, also known as FPL Supremo. How are you, mate? Um, good morning, gentlemen. I am good. Good morning from England. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Sounds like you're <laughs> right in the landry next to us, mate. <laughs> That's good. I will... <laughs> I wish I was there, to be honest. I wish I was. It's cold out there. <laughs> nah, it's pretty hot here, mate. You wouldn't like it. You'd probably. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been watching now. the. I've, yeah, I've been watching the ashes. I know the temperature. Don't you worry. <laughs> I, know how, I, know, I know how nice you've got it. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, we might get into how our teams went uh, last week, and then obviously so far this week. Um, I'll start week twenty. Had Son captain finish with 12 points, which wasn't too bad because it could have went a lot worse for me. I sort of didn't really have a lot of options seeing as I got out Salah. So I finished on 64 points and ended up finishing my highest ranking so far with 27K. So starting week 21, um, Bowen, my captain, sort of I went against Antonio because I didn't have him on my side and um, didn't have a great game like he did the game before, but still got me 10 points. Uh, currently on 33 points with four players to play. So it could go either way. It could be just uh, four lots of two, or hopefully it's a bit better than that. But um, so far, Sun and Trent Alexander-Arnold have been my best players. And obviously, Ronaldo Sterling definitely let me down this week. Um, pretty much blanked. Didn't really look like they were doing too much. I mean, Ronaldo had a couple of chances, but yeah, wasn't great. But I've, I've slipped down from 27K back to 39K, but... Still looking not too bad. How about you, Damon? Yeah, so a bit of an up and down uh, last fortnight uh, for myself. Obviously, in week 20, I captained Salah, and that wasn't uh, very good, given that uh, he ended up scoring zero. Uh, but, uh, but zero where I don't get anyone off the bench, so it kind of sucks. <laughs> um, so ended up in 45 points. Uh, week 21 so far hasn't been too bad. I've captained Bowen, obviously, because of the doubles. Uh, and, you know, but at the moment, I'm on 41. I've got three more players to play, all the West Ham players, so Bowen, Antonio, and uh, Sufal. So uh, at the moment, I think about average, but uh, slight rank drop. Hopefully, um, that improves with uh, the West Ham boys obliterate obliterating uh, Norwich, I hope, hopefully. You'd only so, hope yeah. so, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully like a hat-trick for Antonio, a hat-trick for a bow, and, you know, 6 nil, 6 7 nil will be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. How about you, Simon? How'd you go, mate? Um, yeah, so week, twen- week 20 was okay, actually. Um, exactly seems to be the same situation as you. Salah captain as well. The, honest, mm. the one week we could have made rank with Salah captain and he misses the penalty. Um that's just mm-hmm. literally how's your luck with FPL, um, but no, a, a decent week. I was lucky with the. Um, I went. Uh, I moved to Jared Bowen a week earlier than planned. Um, three assists against Watford. So he got me fourteen points, um, and I took a point on Edward as well against Norwich. Just, I think um, as we go through the pod, 
you'll notice a theme with target Norwich with me. Um, and Edward got a goal and two assists as well. Um, so he was 14 points. So two really big, um, big numbers from them boys. That gave me 56. Um, another green arrow. Um, and yeah, I finally broke into the into the 1K mark. Um, but this week seems to be the same um, as you guys as well. A really disappointing week, this one. Um, I'm only on 37 so far. Um, with a whole round of games been played. Um, the punt on DCL didn't work. Um, him missing the penalty. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've put that. I've got no stars. Everyone's flopped. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like you guys, I, I really, really need um, the, the um, West Ham lads to um, to actually do something against Norwich, which I expect. I think um, I think we all know that's the reason we brought them in. Yeah. Um, um, nah, for, yeah. For, that, for, yeah for, for the second game, Norwich yeah. game. Exactly, yeah. Um, anything against Palace. I, th- I did think West Ham would beat Palace, and obviously they did. Um, but I weren't expecting, you know, a 3-4-0 um, game. Yeah, no, um, definitely. So it is, that, it is that Norwich one that I think can um, can really boost my rank, and Bowen's my captain on that one as well. well I was going to say, well, it was almost 3-0. <laughs> yeah, eight minutes away, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it was close to being a clean sheet, and then everything just uh, went to rubbish. Yeah, I was. But, but I've it, got mate. the. I've got so I've got the seven players um, still to go. I've got um, treble. Oh, nice. Um, sorry, yeah. six. Yeah, treble West Ham um, and treble Everton as well. So six players there that can potentially get me points to turn my red mate, this week could... into a green finished pretty decent and um i think i was loving it uh watching sue Fowl and the bonus uh clean sheet points and then um yeah west ham shut the bed demo and uh um. ruined it <laughs> <laughs> anyway we might get into the twitter template team um this week we had day oh last week we had david de Gea, uh trent alexander arnold james alonzo cancelo captain son uh foden bowen jota Ronaldo and Antonio so finished the week on 69 points but took a minus 20 hit which was the average of the Twitter <laughs> league which is absolutely disgusting but um finished on 49 points uh game week rank of 1.46 million um went from 46k to 38k so still a decent green arrow and that's really disappointing Damo because I think insane beat you <laughs> and it didn't beat me so that's not too bad I'm not too disappointed about that I um, might head on to our FPL Amateurs of Oz League. Uh, first place um, at the moment, one point above the Kong, is Tom oh, Davies. So finally, wow. he's been knocked off top spot, but it might not last for long because I think, I'd say you have a few players left. Uh, second place is the Kong on 13.98. Uh, third place is Kappa's FC, 13.62. And Damo, you're languishing in 28th place, mate, on 12.06. So, um Keep going, mate. Um, you'll get right. there That's eventually, right, mate. <laughs> and then I'm sitting in eighth place on 13-12. And then, obviously, Simon, if you're in our league, you'd be on top because you're the highest rank out of everyone <laughs> in the league. So you'd be smashing us. So it's good that you're not in well, can, can you give me the code then, please? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <that can be, laughs> well, uh, I'll discuss it with my co-host, mate, and I'll have to get uh, back to Put him in, mate. Put him in. Actually, no, we might need you in the league just to have a bit of competition for the Kong. Yeah. For, the, for the Kong, yeah. <laughs> Long way to uh, go, boys. Long way to go. Yeah, no, nah, it's all right. I said to Damo, like, <laughs> there's been a few weeks this year where he's, he's made a pretty decent pick, but it's just not pulled off, so... 
hopefully yeah. the new year um, he'll be on the rise and probably finishing just below me, I'd say, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> uh, might get into the game review. Um, start with Arsenal, Man City. I was actually a bit surprised. I sort of thought maybe Man City might be too good for Arsenal, but um, Arsenal continue to play good and, you know, the likes of Saka just um, pretty much just backed up his last performance with another good performance here. I sort of might touch on Tierney. He's such a good player when he's fit and he got the uh, assist, which was an absolute peach of a pass to Saka for his goal. So I think when, if you are looking at Arsenal assets, I think the Saka Tierney double is a decent shout. And um, in terms of Man City, De Bruyne had a decent game but didn't really get the FPL um, return. But, yeah, had the three created chances and he looked really good. A couple of his passes were absolutely bullets. And, you know, most weeks the person who gets the pass is always going to finish, but not this week. And I might see Martinelli. I forgot to mention earlier, he missed an absolute sitter and a couple other chances. So was very um, good for for me to see him miss those chances because there was a few people that I needed to get ahead of in the league that had those players. But what about you, Damo? Uh, yeah, let me just pull it up. Sorry, guys. Uh, let me have a look. So, yeah, so for me, obviously, um, I haven't got any Arsenal players, but um, and I'm sort of hesitant to bring any in given that they blank two out of, think of the, out of the next six. So I'm, uh, you know, if I was looking at players, it'd probably be, you know, the, the usual Saka. I really like Tierney. I think Tierney's done amazingly since he's um, since he's sort of regained his spot back from, oh, well, obviously came back from, from injury, took Tavares' spot, which I think were, he was sort of holding on to it while Tierney was gone. And since then, he's just played absolutely amazingly. So Tierney's definitely one I'd be looking at, um, but I'm just wary about them blanking two out of the next six. Um, in terms of Man City, you know, like uh, the pep roulette, you know, it's it's, it's real. Um, you know, I'm probably at this stage, I would love to possibly bring in Laporte. Um, just looking, just I think he's almost back to his best in terms of how he's been playing. Um, potentially, uh, you know, sort of making that move uh, for, say, someone like a James, if you've still got him. Um, or, or someone like that if you want to sort of stay uh, potentially like big at the back. Um, but uh, but other than that, you know, like obviously Sterling is one that's uh, sort of performed lately. But then again, like even with him, he's prone to random dropping. So uh, it's really tough with Man City. Um, yeah, that's uh, myself. How about yourself, uh, Simon? Um, yeah, I echo um, exactly what you boys have said, really. I yeah. um, so I wild carded this this mm-hmm. game week. That's why that's why I'm loaded with um, the West Ham and, and Everton players now yep. for their doubles. Um, and I was treble Arsenal um, before, um, and again that's why I decided to do it to get them out before they play City. And, and Arsenal are good. I, I don't. I wouldn't um, say no to anyone bringing Arsenal assets in only on the basis, as you've said, they're blank twice in the next six um my boys were ramsdale who i've kept he's just a save and bonus magnet i think um ramsdale's a set and forget for me um and i went odegaard and saka um i brought in odegaard literally two weeks before martelli seemed to turn into prime um prime um messi ronaldo combined (laughs) um i was really unlucky with that but if i went back to the arsenal assets um 
if it would be Saka and Martinelli for me. Um, I think uh, nailed right winger and left winger for a team fighting for top four for a combined total of about 11 million. I don't see how you can go wrong with that whatsoever. Um, but again, say once them blanks have gone and the doubles are announced, um, I'd be more than happy to move back to the Arsenal assets um, as soon as I can, really. Um, I had Tierney as well beginning of the season, boys. You've mentioned them both now. Um, I can't... Honestly, I can't tell you how annoyed Tierney has made me. Um, I had him for the whole... <laughs> I'm on the same boat, mate. Whole, honestly, I've had him for the whole season. He dropped from 5 to 4.7. I lost... Point three in value with him. He lost his place to Tavares, and then as soon as I sell him, he turns into Prime Roberto Carlos. So I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely, so annoyed. But again, I've got you know, if people go back to the Arsenal assets when they when they want, um, again, I think there is some fantastic value with them boys. Um, I suppose it's just kind of when you do get them back in, um, especially when the blanks are finished. With City again, I echo I echo what Damo said. I can't be bothered with Pep Roulette. Um, the problem I have with City now is they're, they're not going to double um, anytime soon. And also, we're literally a month away from the Champions League reloading as well. So this Laporte business, it's all well and good. You know, he might start the next four, but then the Champions League comes around. Does he play the Champions League games and then start mm. to play the weekend after? Um, so I kind of feel like you get Laporte in now or you don't get him in at all. Um, that that's the way I'm. That's the way I'm looking at. Cancelo's nailed. I've got Cancelo. I'm happy with him. I'm going with him. He seems to play every game. Um, and yeah, maybe apart from Foden, mainly because of his price, um, I don't think I'll be moving to um, Man City assets um, anytime soon. Merely on the fact that they could miss one in every three, four games, and I just, I just, I just don't want to do that. It's too much money in them um, for them not to play for me. Yeah, definitely, especially with the COVID stuff as well. You don't want to have plays that are a chance of being rested when you know you need yeah. as many plays as possible. Yeah, and I mean, I sold Foden on the wild cards, and that could have really come back to, to bite me um, because usually they do slap Arsenal 3-4-0. Um, but then obviously two days before their game, it was rumoured really he had COVID. So um, I suppose you can look at that as kind of a lucky escape my end. Obviously, like Foden well, well and good. I was going to say, um, did, Foden, did Foden have COVID or was he just being a naughty boy? Well, yeah, I think, I think the fact that he was a naughty boy is the reason it may have led him get COVID. COVID. <laughs> Literally, yeah. So if he, if he was tucked up in bed at eight o'clock at night, that wouldn't have happened. But um, unfortunately, <laughs> he wasn't. So, yeah, Foden's the guy for me, Man City White, only because of price. I don't think I'll be going near. Um, anyone else um, Sterling De Bruyne too expensive for me Jesus just nah not going there um, yeah. by that I mean I did go there he didn't get me anything so I'm not going back there uh, no, I, f- I but... feel your pain of Tierney as well mate I um, held him yeah. all the way through and then got rid of him when he hadn't started for like five straight games and then I think he went 14 points 12 points and then and yeah. I was like oh fuck this is great yeah yeah and I mean I mean like you know, he's he's usually injured Tierney, isn't he? And he was he was easing him back in. I do get that, but I just assumed Tierney was one of those like Arsenal have nobody else, so he starts. <laughs> and then even when he was back from injury, Arteta kept playing Travares. So um, so I just got fed up. And then ever since then, yeah, he's been hitting double digits every game week. Um, but it's okay. I've got Ramsdale. So if the Arsenal do keep a clean sheet, at least I've got um, at least I've got Ramsdale there as well. So it's not the end of the world 
Yeah. No, I think at the moment it is Ramsdale, Saar, and then David De Gea is the three good goalkeeper yeah. options at the moment, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, next up we go Watford and Spurs. Uh, I might start with Spurs. I sort of thought Sun had a pretty decent game, um, created a fair few chances, had four shots. And I, I, even though Kane didn't get a massive haul or didn't get a goal, he still has looked better the last few weeks. But sort of another person I might take my attention to was Emerson Royal. I sort of I watched him when they signed him from Barcelona and I sort of thought if he gets some game time, he might be a decent option. He looked really good and he ended up creating six chances from that wing-back position and then 114 touches, which is absolutely outstanding for a wing-back. So those are the two options I'm kind of looking at. I mean, Mora has flashed, but... I just don't know whether I'd trust him to, you know, be consistent every week. But that's about it for me. I'm not really, apart from Dennis from Watford, I'm not really looking at anyone else. What about you, Damo? Yeah, so for myself, obviously, with Watford, I've got Dennis in my side. He's probably not going here at the moment, um, given that uh, he's not playing AFCON, is he? No, no. Apparently, yeah, so- the rumour is that he didn't think he was going to get much game time, so he didn't want to go across. But then there's also the the rumours about um, Nigeria not putting in the form in time. Mm. So mm. not exactly well, sure. Given, given his uh, – well, given Watford's run, um, the next five, you know, I think they've got Newcastle, Norwich, then us, uh, Brighton and Villa. Like their, their run's actually looking quite – quite good. Uh, so I would say if you don't have Dennis in your side, get him in because uh, unlike, uh, you know, unlike Kane, he knows how to finish. So, um... so you should be able to get a decent <laughs> score for in those games. Villa might be the hardest there, I'd ra- I reckon. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. to sort of put it in context, you could literally have Antonio and Dennis in your side for the same, I think, for cheaper than Kane. So mm-hmm. it's sort of, you know what I mean? Like you, you need a sort of balance your sides and for me like talking about uh, like moving on to uh, Spurs for me I can't sort of I can't justify having a 12.2 or 12.3 or however much Kane is um, striker in my side that A I'm not going to captain and B is not returning every week which is the same reason I sort of uh, moved away from Ronaldo as well Um so for me, in terms of you know the, this game in general, for me it's just Son that I'm sort of looking at, and you know logically he's going to be, or he is going to be my uh, Salah replacement. And I think, or from what I've sort of um, read, it's most of what Twitter has done anyway. <laughs> the, the Twitter FPL community has done um, in terms of moving from Salah to Son. So I think you know I mean like uh, Spurs run I think is not too bad. Uh, I know we're all sort of waiting for the doubles. Uh, you know, there, was, there were rumours that most teams other than West Ham and City were going to double uh, next week. Uh, now, obviously, since then, there's been a, you know, a few sort of bits and bits and bobs sort of uh, prop up. So we're all sort of waiting until uh, we hear a bit more, uh, or, you know, a bit more about the doubles potentially for next week. But, um, but yes, like in terms of the game itself, um, for Watford, I, I'm not sort of looking at anyone because I've already got Dennis. And then uh, for Spurs, it's uh, Son and Son only, I think, for myself. Um, I said Kane's look good, but um, yeah, he just costs too much. Uh, yeah, how about yourself, uh, Simon? 
Oh, why, why couldn't I have done this podcast last week? Why couldn't we have this Kane, con- <laughs> why couldn't we have this Kane conversation before I got him in? How annoying. Um, yeah, the uh, um, I'm starting to regret the 12 points I spent on Kane. Um, it was just that Watford game. I just assumed they'd, uh, they'd score three or four, whichever other, whichever other club seems to be doing against Watford at the moment. Um, I've, gone, I've gone the Kane, Son and Eric Dyer um, triple up with Tottenham. Again, on one eye on the doubles, Dyer's nailed, he's cheap, I'm happy with him. Um, it was Dyer or Regulon for me, for the Tottenham boys. Um, but Dyer seen, um, Regulon seems to be taken off, um, seems to be subbed every game, doesn't he? Um, mm. And there was, a game, there was a game a couple of weeks ago, um, Conte dropped... Um, took him off at half time um, and I, I don't think if that's going to be a play for Conte I don't think I wanted to pay the extra I think it would have been 0.7 million um, on regular instead of Dyer um, I don't think I would have wanted the premium on him um, and I think a lot with the Tottenham lads I've, is Emerson Royals he's like 4.9 4. isn't he no, no he's uh, gone up he's, oh, yeah, he's 4.9 at the moment actually he's 4. yeah yeah so the way I was looking at it is I usually play three at the back. Trent and Cancelo, like they, they will always start for me in the back three. Um, they're too much of a rank destroyer and they're, they're too much ballers to, to bench them. So the third option, I wanted it to be Tottenham because the way they're playing now under Conte. Um, and I just went for the nice cheap option. He's nice and nailed, Eric Dyer. Um, but I'll give I'll give Kane I'll give Kane a little um, a little while longer. I'll see what he, how these doubles um, pan out for him. Um, but oh blimey, I'm looking at his fixtures. Yeah, I really hope these <laughs> double. I really hope they're handy because away at Chelsea and away at City, two of the next six. So I'll give him the double, see how he gets on. But Salah will be back by then anyway. So um, I'll probably use the Kane money to to move back to Salah um, from Kane. Um, and yeah, Dennis was my Watford dude as well. Um, I sold him a couple of weeks ago because I thought it was going to the Afcon, um, and I wanted to. Um, I made about 0.8 million on him. Oh, you're so I wanted to, yeah. Week, Literally, yeah. I mean, obviously, I only banked 0. 0.4, um, 0. 0.4 of it, but I didn't want him to drop anymore. So I've made 0. 0.4 out of him. Um, that's gone to my squads. Um, so I shifted him out, and now he's not going to the AFCON. So definitely on the watch list, lads. Um, it'll be either him or King, because he's, he's, he's a bit more expensive than King now, depending on um, what I can afford. And again, um, how Watford's fixtures um, look because if they double up and it's hard, even though they've got the two games, I probably won't go back to them um, anytime soon. Um, though Dennis never let me down, actually, to be honest. Every time I started him, he seemed to score. Um, <laughs> so I genuinely uh, wouldn't put anyone off stop buying him. I'll just see how their fixtures look first. Um, in stop, terms stop, of stop game, mate, actually. Um, you're pretty unlucky because watching the game, he actually had two decent yeah. chances that yeah. if it wasn't for decent goalkeeping, he probably would have scored, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I think he had one just outside the box that just went wide as well. And, and last season, Kane probably would have put that away, wouldn't he? Um, yeah. It's, it's just how, yeah. It's just how it goes. Um, a couple of returns. But again, we've had this conversation all season, boys, haven't we? You know, it seems to be mm. the case if one forward blanks, someone else does. There is no forward <laughs> out there. That is guaranteeing you guys every week. Um, yeah. So I've never known a season. I've never known a season like it where um, you can kind of get away with your, your striker blank in a couple of game weeks because everybody seems to be doing the same. Um, yeah. Which is quite lucky on the rank department. 
Oh, I might let you take the next game, Damo. Yeah, I've got all the, the next game, obviously, Palace uh, 2, West Ham 3. Uh, so back on the winner's, uh, the winner's horse. Uh, in terms of West Ham, uh, like I brought in Sufal this week, obviously, you know, up until the, what was the 82nd minute mark, we were looking at a clean sheet for Sufal, uh, who had a couple of um, uh, potentially, uh, potentially could have got an assist. But, uh, but yeah, we're all sort of looking at the next game, uh, West Ham, uh, Norwich, as the game where potentially the West Ham um, players do get a bit of return. Uh, in terms of other West Ham players, while uh, Ben Rama's on Afcon, Afcon duties, if you want to sort of take a um, punt at a player, I would be looking at Lanzini. I think he's sort of coming into basically the form... Um, or the the or the you know the best form he's had in a while since his um, injury with Argentina quite a few years ago, where he sort of never looked the same. Um, but yeah, so for me, like if I was sort of picking someone from West Ham at least for the next two potentially two weeks, it'd probably be Lanzini. Um, other than that, obviously Bowen. Bowen's just doing Bowen things. He's he's uh, amazing. Uh, hopefully we can keep on to him a little bit longer. I know, uh, Simon, there are you know, a few talks that uh, you guys want to pinch him off us. But, uh, <laughs> gladly, but, gladly. Yeah, mate. but, um, you know, I mean, like he, uh, he's just, you know, he's basically um, just stepped it up another level this, uh, this season. And then obviously there's, you know, the, the mercurial Antonio who uh, always, you know, um, bobs up with a goal or two. He should have had, should have had uh, more, than, more than one um, over the weekend. But, uh, but yeah, just couldn't finish off um, a few chances. He had like one particular chance where he's one-on-one with a keeper and um, just kicked it straight into the keeper. So that was a bit unfortunate. But... Uh, but yeah, so if I'm if I was to pick three players at the moment in terms of um, West Ham, probably Sufal, Lanzini. Uh, oh, actually, I'll pick four: <laughs> Sufal, Lanzini, Bowen, and Antonio. <laughs> um, who you know you should look at. Like obviously, I'm not in a position to bring in Lanzini because I've already got the other three. But uh, but yeah, if you're sort of looking uh, for a punt, that would be the one. Um, in terms of Palace, obviously, like I, I don't know if. Pa- Palace sort of haven't looked the same since um, Gallagher's sort of been out. I think once he sort of comes back, he's going to be a massive, massive uh, sort of um, kick, you know, in the right direction for for Palace. So, you know, if you've got Gallagher, I think at the, still just sort of hold on to him because I think he should be back this week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and there's, you know, there's actually big talks that uh, Chelsea um, uh, are sort of. Uh, when they when he goes back to Chelsea, that he's actually going to be a bit of an integral part of that Chelsea side. So uh, you know, there's massive raps on him, and he's a, he's an absolute great, you know, he's a great player. So yeah, um, how about yourself, Simon? Um, yeah, so I mean, first of all, what an absolute breath of fresh air um, West Ham have been um, the mm. last couple of seasons. Yeah, a, a genuinely fair play to David Moyes for what he's doing there. Um, and with the Bowen shot, I, yeah, I, I genuinely, I think I love Jared Bowen now. I, I can't, I can't see him <laughs> leaving my side. I can't, I just can't see him leaving my side anytime soon. Um, for a six point six midfielder with the numbers he's putting up, um, all the numbers he's given us, 
Um, I, I can, yeah, I, I think he's, he's more than more than nailed in my sides, um, and I would genuinely happily take him at um, take him at Liverpool. That's no joke whatsoever. Um, Bowie's my captain this game week. He got the assist. Um, I just think, um, <laughs> I just, I just think um, with uh, with the West Ham lads. I genuinely think if you started in this season, I mean, Antonio and um, Ben Rama, the combination in the first three game weeks, that seemed to be, if you started the season with them, not what a fantastic position you'd be in. Um, I've got Bowen and Antonio now. I won't have Antonio for that long. Um, I'll probably keep him for the Leeds game. Um, even if they don't double, though I do think Leeds are back now. They seem to have a lot of their players back. Um <laughs> They seem to get their players back, so um, um, I don't think it'll be a walk in the park for them. Um, but yeah, I'll probably move Antonio on when the when their doubles are when the doubles are done. With Palace, thank you to Edward for the fourteen points against Norwich, <laughs> and then I, and then and then I sold him um, on the wild card. Um, I don't know when I'll um, I don't know when I'll move back to Palace. Um, Elise looks good. Um, he might be a nice little cheap option um, for me. Um, but but yeah, um, West. I went with Kofal as well on the West Ham shout. So Kofal, mm. um, Bowen, and Antonio were my treble up. Um, and at four point seven, I'll probably just keep Kofal for the season. Really, depending on um, how you get on in Europe. Yeah, no, it's not too bad of a shout. I did the same thing. Um, I I copied all the demos transfers this week, so <laughs> I uh, went to Foul as well. And um, he actually was pretty unlucky not to get an assist when Antonio missed that sort of sitter from pretty close in. So. Outside that, he had the 86 touches, four crosses, and the one chance created. So, you know, he he was actually looking pretty decent and just, you know, classic West Ham shooting the bed again, mate. Um, <laughs> ruined the clean sheet. But um, yeah. Lanzini, I thought, played amazing. I sort of thought I was – I did shout out Sushek as a bit of a differential pick, but like you said, Damo, he sat a bit more deeper. And, mm. With sort of, with it. Yeah, with Rice, with Rice not on the team, he sort of sits a bit deeper. Yeah, so, you know, he still looked good. He got forward a bit, but didn't obviously have the impact that I was hoping. But um, Bowen, I sort of thought he had a decent game still, sort of a little bit quiet um, compared to his usual self, but still looked really good. I thought Antonio, apart from the goal, he had that sort of couple other chances, but didn't have a massive game, but he... He did look a lot better this week than he did last week. He's sort of it's almost like he's looked lethargic and tired the last few weeks, but um mm, he actually agreed. Yeah, agreed. played really well. So I mean, props to you guys getting him in. I sort of I've held him all year and got him out and then now I'm sort of looking at possibly getting rid of Watkins and bringing him back in, but we'll see how that goes. But um for Crystal Palace, the only person really looking at is Elise, but he's not starting consistently. If he did start every week, he'd be an absolute great asset because he's just whenever he gets yeah. a bit of game time, he just seems to be the focal point of their attack, and and he's pretty much got his foot on everything. And if he's not scoring goals, he's creating chances. But you I mean I like the the Edouard shout. It's a bit unlucky that you got him out, Simon, because he looked good yeah. again two weeks in a row. <laughs> Yeah, he scored as well, didn't he? Kane didn't, but he did. Yeah, against the, <laughs> against the handlers. Yeah, it's, it's, when you mentioned about um, Antonio Quinton, that's um, when you watch West Ham now. Like the goal he scored was fantastic. Like that's the first time I've seen him in a little while. Like the last line of Ben Rama played that um, 
beautiful ball in for him and he, he got in. But that's, I don't see Antonio in the box um, yeah. that often anymore. He seems to be running to the channels, doesn't he? Um, so yeah, that's I agree with you on that. That's kind of what's put me off him. Um, it seems to be like the, the free behind Antonio that spend more time in the box than he actually does. Hence why um, Bowen's a lock for me. But yeah, I agree with you on that. Mm. I think it was the weight of expectation of Damo on his shoulders that was wearing him down the last <laughs> nah, month or so. Look, yeah. I can <laughs> I, I can sort of speak about that in terms of Antonio. Like uh, Antonio isn't a natural striker. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not a but like obviously we've sort of turned him into one but in saying that I think for us and for Antonio and for especially for West Ham we're we're a confidence team. So, you know, when all cylinders are firing, uh, you know, Antonio plays like a man possessed and we almost can't play without him. But, um, you know, over the last sort of month or so where the results sort of haven't shown or haven't been there, that's where sort of Antonio goes a little bit wanting a little bit. Um, And then, you know, he gets, you know, he gets frustrated. Um, I think, what was it, about three or four weeks ago, he got the red card as well. Um, it's you know so it's just it's that sort of frustration so sort of that that kicks in sometimes um, with uh, with our players especially when when we're not getting the results if we when we're getting the results and like obviously if we can sort of kick on from this point he's going to be a great asset to have because yeah. he can he can make something out of nothing but um, but yeah so he's just he, he's just one of those confidence players and i think we do need reinforcements reinforcements in those areas just giving that rest as well maybe make him that little bit more hungry because i'd love to see a west ham where antonio potentially like we don't necessarily need antonio to start but he you know he come and again this is not sort of uh, for FPL because he it would make him a little bit irrelevant in terms of FPL, but in terms of West Ham in general, where you know he comes on in about you know the 60th minute and for that last half an hour, uh, he's just you know <laughs> pinging pinging goals or you know uh, going into that box like there's no tomorrow. But um, yeah. but yeah, so at the moment though, you know he's our only striker. He's, he's you know it's, it's him in, in daylight. So um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how how we sort of progress there. I, I am amazed he hasn't picked up an injury so far this season. I mean, that oh, is, that's that, that's apparently, to him, and I, I don't well, know what. Apparently, he's doing appa- apparently he has some new sort of diet, and it's doing wonders. Yeah. So, um, eating you know, more children. <laughs> I think it's just eating less crap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So oh, we'll have to see how we go anyway. Yeah, that's no, a fair call. We might get on to Brentford and Aston Villa. Um, it started off pretty uh, upsetting for me. My only asset for the game was Watkins, and he has COVID. So definitely I uh, mm-hmm. woke up at 2 a.m., set my alarm to watch the game, and then turned my alarm off and went back to bed. So um, I might start with Bundia. I sort of thought he had a decent game. He created five chances, and that assist was an absolute peach. Like I think if he does continue to sort of drop into that number 10 role and attack, I think he's going to be a pretty decent asset, but it's just a little bit um, unknown on what's going to happen when Watkins does come back, whether they play two up front and Bundia plays in behind or whether they put Watkins out wide. I'm not 100% sure what they'll do or whether Bundia might go back to the bench and just come on as a second-half substitute. So 
I mean, it might be something to watch because when their fixtures are decent, I think he's going to be a decent asset to own. I'd probably nearly own him over Watkins and Ings, but if he's not starting, he's probably not the best. Um, don't really have too much to talk about other than him. And then in uh, Brentford, sort of, I might just your player that you shouted out of probably a couple of months ago, Damo uh, yeah. Wisa. He just every time he comes on the field, he just he just looks so good and. I don't think Mbermo is going to come back into that uh, side if uh, Wies is continuing to look good. So I think he might be someone worth looking at when Brentford's um, fixtures do turn. I think it might be not for a little bit, but when they do turn, he might be worth looking at if he does now that starting spot. But outside of that, sort of not looking at anyone else. What about you, Damo? Yeah, so for me, I think uh, in terms of Brentford, I think they, their fixtures are just too hard for the next five um, and I don't think they're playing overly well at the moment either. So Brentford for me is a bit of a pass. Uh, I think all the all the cash needs to be um, in Villa at the moment. Uh, no, uh, obviously pun intended. Um, in terms of Villa, you know, I would target target. Uh, again, pun intended. Uh, but uh, but you yeah, know, target, <laughs> target, target, and cow. I haven't got a pun for Watkins, but. Uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, t- t- definitely uh, we'll be uh, looking at target um, and or cash, uh, especially with the uh, Villa run uh, that's sort of coming up after Man United. Well, you know, in saying that Man United lost to, to Wolves, so anything can happen there. But, mate, Wolves uh, are massive, mate. Wolves are massive. <laughs> well, they beat both of us, so they're, they're coming, yeah. they're coming. Um, but look, they're, they're run after Man United. They've got Everton, Leeds, Newcastle and, and uh, Watford. So, you know, th- their run is actually uh, started to turn. Um, you know, obviously at the moment, I think, uh, is it, has Watkins got COVID or has he got an injury? Well, he wasn't listed on the COVID thing, but Gerard mm. did come out and say a few of their main players have COVID. So I'm assuming that was... Mm. Yeah. Um, Maybe McGinn and Watkins, I think. Yeah. So, like, for, for me, I'd be looking at target and cash. I've already got Watkins in my side. Uh, I don't necessarily want to double up with things because I think um, having Watkins is enough. But definitely those three players, for me, um, are the three that um, you be you know you should be looking at for the next uh, for probably for the next four out of the five fixtures. Have uh, it yourself, Simon. Um. Yes, yeah, so I'm back to third on the, third on the, the list this, this time. Then, honestly, people are going to be hearing me. <laughs> people are going to be hearing me when I was talking about West Ham. We just run them, Burt's was laughing. <laughs> so I feel like I might need to <laughs> might need to explain that. Um, yeah, I, I haven't got much to add. Sorry, boys, about the the Brentford the, the Villa. There's, I mean, Brentford wise, I've had him. I had him Buemo for a little while, um, but I, I I can't remember me sitting down and actually going through their team. I couldn't tell you where the majority of their players play. Um, I don't think I'll, I'll really be going down the Brentford thing. I did have um, David Raya on my first wild card game week six, and then he got a six month injury the next game. <laughs> That's so like... I didn't have him. I, I didn't have yeah. I didn't have him for long, unfortunately. Um, so I think defence wise. They're where my assets probably go for Brentford. Um, Tony's a nice cheap option, but um, his numbers just aren't just aren't there for me, unfortunately. Um, for Villa, um, I looked at Matty Cash for a little while uh, again on the wild card. I've just played. He was five million then. Um, he's gone up now to five point one. So I, I don't think I can justify um, 
just over five mil for an Aston Villa defender. Um, unless unless the doubles are really tempting. I mean, I do I do think Cash will get. Um, I do think he'll get some decent returns. Um, I mean, I think we've watched Gerard's um, Villa for a little while now, and the fullbacks do get forwards um, really handsomely. Um, so I do think him and Target will be the ones to go with. Um, but again, because Cancelo and Trent are nailed for me, and I just want that third spot, I can't see me paying five point um, one for that person. Um, I did have Watkins for a while as well, and you, I must say, boys, you're really unlucky with him missing out um, <laughs> against Brentford. Really, no, genuinely, really unlucky because um, up until the deadline, there was nothing about him. Was there? Um, mm. About him, yeah, him missing the game. Usually, like I know, um, I mean, there is a bit of luck about this COVID situation. Your players playing, don't get me wrong, but before deadline, you can you kind of get rumours, don't you? Whether or not a player yeah. or a team has been affected, um, and they have cases, but there was nothing on this um, on this Villa and Watkins front at all um, that I can remember seeing anyway. So genuinely, really unlucky um, with the Watkins shout. Um, and I said I more than happily would have him um, moving forward, but but not just yet. Um, I, I think there are there are better options in the, in my front three for the time being. Um, so yeah, sorry, there's there's not much to to add on the on the Brentford <laughs> nah. assets from my end, unfortunately. It wasn't really a great game to watch either when I was watching it back. No. So yeah, but um, I mean, I mean yeah, it's, I got... it's, um... sorry, go on. That's right, you go, mate. Yeah, the 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 Russellev, um I genuinely couldn't even tell you who he was. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that should stay on the podcast, but yeah, um, not, yeah, no, no benefit assets for me. Well, I actually, um, it's funny thing about Russellev, I actually scouted him out in the preseason because he was getting a lot of assists as a wing back, and then I think it was week one, he didn't even, he wasn't even in on the bench, so I sort of thought, oh well. There goes my sort of punt that I was going to do at the start of the year. But, yeah, no, it was good to see him get a return. But, yeah, definitely not an option for me at the moment. But nice. um, yeah, I got Watkins in, I think, three weeks ago. So he's, he's managed to net me two points and then missed two games. So it's been good. <laughs> Money well spent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might get on to Everton and Brighton game. Um, I'm sorry to hear this, Simon, but I was kind of glad TCL missed that penalty because... I sort of I didn't get in any evident assets, and the sort of the only one that I really did look at was possibly DCL. But I sort of wanted to see how he come back from his uh, injury layoff. But um, when he got that penalty, I was thinking, oh, this is not going to be good. But when he missed it, I sort of, you know, I cheered a little bit, but I also yeah. felt for everyone else because you know there's not very many times that he misses a penalty. But no. Um, I sort of thought least, he looked a little bit off the pace still as well. So I'm not sure what you thought about that one, Simon. Um, yeah, I mean, the only positive was that Sanchez didn't touch the ball on the penalty. I mean, that would have been a nightmare as well because Sanchez is a bit of a rank destroyer for me. Um, so the fact he didn't save it was the only the only good thing about that. Um, yeah, it is annoying, isn't it? Because um, you take a punt on someone. Well, it's not really a punt. It's, it's the number nine for Everton who should be a mid-table side, and you think, right, he's back from injury now, it's either him or Rondon, I mean, Rondon. So he's obviously <laughs> Rondon's gonna, he's, non-existent. <laughs> Rondon, he's literally, he's obviously going to start. Um, I just thought it was such a great opportunity to get in early, um, before everyone probably brings him in for that Norwich game. Um, yeah. Such a good, yeah, such a good point, such a good point, but um, unfortunately, he, he didn't do it, so um, hopefully the um, hopefully the Leicester game 
is um is when he does it for me i'd say so but yeah i sort of i i did see that he was a little bit off the pace just a couple of pace uh passes and his touch as well sort of wasn't where it was before he got injured but i'd say that's just going to come with a few more games and he's going to be back to his best so i think he was a decent punt just i just don't like anything about Everton just watching their games just didn't like them enough to sort of take that punt so I was kind of glad it didn't come off for um, everyone who brought him in just because it would have killed me in my ranks as well so I was looking pretty upset when I saw that he got that pen but you know I sort of thought Gray had a decent game but just not an FPL decent game so I I had him from the start of the season and you know I had him up until sort of he started to sort of blank a bit but I mean, he looked really good, just didn't get the return. So I think if Everton can get it together, he might be a decent option. But I said, I'm not really looking at him at the moment till I sort of see something else, maybe a couple of returns at least or something like that. But um, in terms of Everton's defense, they're woeful. So if any people that have got assets playing Everton, I'd definitely be loading up because they just look... They look like a backline full of Harry Maguire's. Pretty much, it's just <laughs> it's, it's just not looking good, and they they looked unorganised and just sloppy. And I just think that you know, there's a couple of people that took punts in their defence, which is fair enough. The double game week, but as I said in last week's pod, you can't really polish a turd when it's shit. It's shit, and <laughs> you know, you could have ten game weeks and. You know, it's not going to make him any more attractive. But I sort of like the look of Anthony Gordon. I sort of thought he looked impressive. I think it might have been against Chelsea. And um, this week he looked literally like peak Ronaldo. So I think yeah. if he does now, that's our starting spot. Because I'm not sure how long. Um, who's the person that was playing out wide that used to be at Tottenham? Um, Townsend. So yeah. I'm not sure how long he's out for. But I think if he is out for a, a bit of a stretch. I think Gordon's probably going to nail down that um, spot at least till um, Richarlison comes back. So definitely a decent shout. And um, McAllister, mate, he's – I didn't even know he's Argentinian, but he played like he had a lot of flair. So I sort of think he might be worth a bit of a punt. You know, he did get two goals. One of them was kind of just in the right spot at the right time. But every time they went forward – his name was just getting shouted whether he was creating passes or, you know, he was that last pass before the assist, you know. So I sort of thought he might be worth a punt and I don't think he's that expensive either. So probably one that I'm kind of keeping my eye on and Morpe had a decent game. He does that flashes, but then blinks. So probably not for me, but did get the three chances created and got the assist. So might be someone down the track, but at the moment, not for me. What about you, Demo? Yeah, I love how you guys t- uh, talk about you know Pick Ronaldo, when we all know that Pick Messi is where it was at. But uh, you know that's <laughs> no conversation chance, mate, no conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> well, with uh, with Everton, like uh, obviously they've got decent fixtures, but who do you go for? Like, not, no one really stands out for me in terms of yes, you know, definitely I want him on my side. Like obviously DCL. You know, I sort of looked at him, but, you know, he's coming off a major injury where he's been sort of been missing um, almost the whole season. So, like, he's not going to sort of, um, you know, fire up straight away. So, uh, like, with, with me, I sort of erred on a bit of caution with him. But, um, you know, he's someone that I'm, you know, looking at once he probably starts returning. I want to see at least, you know, a return or so before I sort of look at him. 
Um, uh, obviously, you know, the piece of news coming out of Everton is probably Dinier's or however, however you say his name, um, he's probably on his way out. Um, I think he's uh, he's either gone to Chelsea or West Ham, but I think Chelsea, I think he's um, accepted, uh, if I'm not mistaken from what I'm reading, uh, if, if it's accurate, I think he's accepted um, uh, like a, uh, talks with, with Chelsea. So um, I think he's on the way out um, at Everton, but yeah, I, I don't believe he's been playing anyway. Um, and in terms of bright, in terms of Brighton, um, like I've sort of written more pay here, but it's probably more a bit more of a gag, if anything. Like he, more pay, sort of a type of player that you know you get in for maybe you know two or three weeks, just as a little bit of a punt. And I think um, with the fixtures coming up, I think uh, if you know you're that way inclined, you're a little bit on the you know crazy side, um, you know he might be worth a shout uh, just for a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, I've still got, still got Sanchez in my side and he's probably not going anywhere uh, for me. Um, he's probably going to be my season, uh, my, you know, my season keeper. Um, obviously, uh, you need to factor in that uh, that they blank uh, in game week 24. But, you know, their, their run, uh, you know, not including the blank, um, is, you know, Palace, uh, Leicester, Watford, Burnley, uh, Villa and Newcastle before they sort of stuck into their tougher fixtures. So, you know, blank aside, they're actually, uh, you know, not too badly placed uh, to um, do, you know, not too badly. So, you know, have to see how we go there. Um, how about yourself, Simon? Um, yeah, so, so we, I mean, we've touched on the DCL point now, so we've got them. Again, I've mentioned I trebled up on them. Um, I've just... So obviously as a Liverpool fan, I've just got this image in my head of Rafa turning um, that Everton defence around. So Pickford, please don't laugh. Pickford was, was one of the... <laughs> it's a good keeper Pickford though. Was a no, I don't, I don't mind him. Yeah, I just... Brighton was the game I thought he'd be able to keep the clean shit. I can't see him doing it against Leicester. I know Leicester are weak at the back. Um, so again, DCL's got an opportunity, but I do think Leicester will score. I was hoping the Brighton game would be the game that Pickford kept the clean sheet because they don't really score many, considering how, how good they actually do play. Um, so I was a bit annoyed about that, but I don't mind Pickford's fixtures, Everton's fixtures. Um, Ramsdale's going to be my number one anyway, so I'm more than happy to bench um, to bench Pickford. The grey shout as well, I did think Grey had a really good game. Um, and you're right, Quinton, that the... the uh, the opportunities he has on an FPL point of view, he could have got a couple of couple of returns. So, um, and even if I've got a bench here, I mean, what's five point five to put on the bench every now and again? So, um, Norwich next. I'm generally not bothered about that. Um, yeah, I don't Brighton, think they're going to be shutting Gray down anytime soon. Yeah, ex- exactly. And, and like you said, if Townsend's injured at the moment, depending on who they buy, um, I think Gray's Gray and Gordon are the only real wide options they have. So. Um, I haven't really got to worry about looking at a team sheet um, and not seeing Gray's name on there. So, yeah, it's just a nice little cheap option. I, I don't mind at all. Um, with the Brighton um, factor, I mean, they're a cracky little side. I love Graham Potter. I think he's going to have a really, really good career um, moving forward. Um, I think we're all in agreement. He'll get a, he'll get a good move next, um, especially to a top six, seven club. So, more than happy. I did have Mope for a while, Um but he lost his place. They played with, um, I, I mean, I don't even think it was with a false nine. They literally played with no striker um, when I had Mopai in my team. 
um, and then I sold him, and he got back into the side. So just it's, it's Tierney point. It's Tierney point two. Um, I seem to have a habit. I seem to have a habit of picking players when on the bench, and then selling them before they start. So um, I, I need to, I need to look into the Brighton assets. Um, but again, it's just who do you go for? They don't score that many goals, so I can't see myself losing, say, a Bowen or a Rafinha for a McAllister or a Trossard because I just think the halls are more likely to come from um, your Rafs or your Bowens um, and not the Brighton lot but uh, they are a very very good side so I haven't really got anything bad to say about them to be honest Yeah no that's fair, Morpe is one of those players where he flashes and then you get him in and then he blinks and then you get him out and then he flashes. It's just a very yeah. frustrating. <laughs> exactly. I, I know he's on penalties, isn't he? He's definitely yeah. on pens. Um, so that's probably another advantage to go for him. Um, but yeah, there, there's no no real Brighton players on my radar. So if I, even Cucurella, the same with Matty Cash. He's just gone above that £5 million mark now. Um, so I think it's just a bit too expensive as my third, my personal third option. But Brighton have got a player there with Cucurella. No question about that. Yeah, he is so good. Like I sort of, I've been loving him all year, just sort of waiting for the fixture turn, which is now. So he yeah. might be an upgrade from Dallo because Dallo looks like he's lost his spot again. So, oh, yeah, uh, I was going to say Dallo. Dallo, I was going to say it's later, but um, he's probably going to play this week uh, because Shaw's suspended. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, no, that would so... be Tellers. Tellers would take his spot. Ah, uh, okay, okay. No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in the Man, Man United, Man United uh, fixture anyway. Yeah, uh, we, we get on to... We can talk about Van Bissaka um, and that cross that's gone viral as well. So <laughs> I think Tello will, will be back in. Mate, we're the club of highlights, anyway. mate. We're the club of highlights. <laughs> club of highlights, love that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> I might get on to Leeds and Burnley. I sort of it was a painful watch this game to be honest. I didn't really have much interest in it, but I just sort of wanted to see obviously the likes of Rafinha and Cornet because mm. I was sort of had Cornet on the bit of a watch list for a bit, but obviously he went out injured. But sort of looking at Cornet, he had a had an all right game, come off the bench I think at half time and uh netted that awesome free kick. So I'm sort of thinking possibly after he comes back from AFCONs, he might be worth looking at if their fixtures do open up. But sort of no one else really that's maybe Christmas Wood might be a bit of a shout. Um, but sort of on, on leads at the moment, Rafinha, I mean, he, he played good, but he did have a relatively quiet game, which is pretty funny because most players, you know, when they play like Rafinha's, it's class is a really good game. But Rafinha's sort of standards yeah. that high that sort of he was pretty quiet and I sort of thought... Harrison probably took on a bit more of a dominant role in attack, which probably hampered him a little bit. But outside sort of Rafinha, I'm not really looking at anyone at the moment. What about you, Damo? Yeah, so uh, for me, it's, I've uh, I've got to say, firstly, um, I was actually reading on Twitter uh, today and I found this absolutely hilarious, um, that Burnley fans experiencing the hurt of a player leaving for AFCON for the first time in their history. So <laughs> obviously, you know, they've yeah. never really had a um, player, or, you know, uh, as sort of as good as Cornell. Like, he's he's uh, an amazing player. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I would struggle, I would hazard to say they're going to struggle to keep on to him come sort of end of season. 
Um, in terms of Burnley, I would say uh, no because of fixtures. Uh, to, and no, to because there. it's Burnley. And no, because it's Burnley <laughs> as well. But, um, you know, I mean, like, obviously I'd um, I'd look at Corne if um, if he wasn't at AFCON, but uh, because, again, you know, he's, he's just an out-of-the-box player. Um, uh, and in terms of, in terms of leads, again, it's a no. Like, just where do you where do you go with leads? Like, you know, like the half their half their def- their, their defense is injured. Um, you know what I mean? Like their fixtures aren't great coming up. You know what I mean? The only one that's really worth any value is Rafinha, and we still don't know what's going to happen with him come January. So um, yeah, I would hazard to say with uh, with both of the teams, it's pretty much a no at this stage. Uh, <laughs> how about uh, yourself, Simon? Uh, yeah, again, echo um, echo what you boys have said. Um, Rafinha is a lock for me. I, I get what you're saying about Leeds, but R- mm. Rafinha is a, is, is a lock for me all season. I love him. He's, he's a fantastic player. He's on all set pieces. Um, everything Leeds do well going forward, it's um, it's through Raf. Um, so yeah, he, he's a complete lock for me. There's no real other options for um, for these. I'd go, happily go to Bamford again when he's back 100% um, and Leeds fixtures um, line up, um, get a bit better. Um, no, defo no um, Leeds defence um, for me. Um, I think if I was to go to Meslier, I'd just have to accept that. It's the save points that are going to give you the points. Um, not <laughs> yeah. the, not the case. And, but to be fair to the kid, you know, he, he makes a lot of them every game. Um, he's, he seems to be a, a very, very good young keeper, so I'm sure he's going to have a great career. But um, yeah, I'm not looking for... I'm, I'm looking four or five points max if I'm going Meslier for him. So yeah, Raf's a lock. Um, I'd encourage everyone to get him um, when the fixtures come through. He's... Um, he's certainly not going to be 6.5 million next year if, of course, he stays at Leeds. Um, agree with the Cornet shell, lads. Um, I mean, don't get it twisted. He's, he's basically playing up front, isn't he? It's, it's, yeah, pretty much. Do- yeah, literally. Dodge plays 4-4-2. Um, it's Chris Wood and Maxwell Cornet at front. So it's an, um, it's an out-of-position player. Um, the, 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 thing I'll, the thing I'll have... I mean, obviously, you lads are a, a bit different now because you've said, you know, um, you haven't got Raph at the moment. So you've got that fourth or fifth mm. midfielder option but I think Corne is 6.5 isn't he um, yeah about that actually yeah. hold on I mean he might be he? he might be 6.0 at the moment or 6.1 possibly oh he's only 6 blimey okay so so he's in that ballpark but if I was going for that range now it would be your Saka or your Martinelli's um, yeah. Odegaard you know what I mean I've already got Bowen and, and Raf so which is the same price so I can't go to them but I, I'd just go for that top six player at that price value than I would over Maxwell Corne. And he could come back to bite me, don't get me wrong, because he's getting returns many games. But um, I don't think I'd move to him unless there were no options whatsoever um, for me personally. Um, the the Burnley defence usually wants to target, but I don't, I don't have any confidence in them keeping clean sheets at the moment either. Um, and I don't know, Tarkovsky's been linked with Newcastle um, a lot of, uh, a lot now um, and they're crying out for a sense of back so um, usually you know if you need a cheap defender you'd go Burnley wouldn't you um, yeah but I don't I don't yeah I don't think I'd be I'd be doing that anytime soon either to be honest so I was kind of hoping um, 
Cornet was uh, classed as a fullback this year on FPL because he did play quite a bit of wingback yes. and fullback last yes. season. So, I mean, when yeah, he first yeah. signed, I went, oh, you beauty. Like, he's going to be an absolute yeah. massive shout because he'll play midfield. And, yeah, no, nah, he was a midfielder. So, so It would have been this season's Dallas, this season's London yeah. type player, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, completely agree. I did see that as well. Um, might move on to Chelsea and Liverpool. This is actually a cracking game. Usually when you look at a, a draw, you kind of think maybe there wasn't too much going on, but it was end-to-end the whole game. And sort of it was a very painful watch because I only had Trent Alexander-Arnold, so I was death-rotting Salah the whole game. But it got to a point where I just enjoyed the game. And, um, yeah. yeah, no, it was disappointing to see that he got a return, but he probably actually should have got another goal or two as well. So... I sort of counted myself pretty lucky, but I sort of thought I might start with Chelsea. Uh, Pulisic, I thought he just flashes and just looks incredible, but then obviously he usually spends a lot of time on the sidelines injured. So probably someone that I'm looking at at the moment, but he just seemed to be a part of everything that Chelsea did. Usually it's Mason Mount, but he sort of took a back seat to to the game and sort of just watched. But um, I sort of thought Kante looked really good and he's probably been the, the missing play for them in the midfield there, sort of. Um, that assist that he did was absolutely disgusting. So he created four chances. Kante had 89 touches. So a good day in the office for Kante. I'm not sure whether he's an, an FPL asset, but what a footballer. Um, in terms of Liverpool, Salah, had a good game, got the goal, probably should have had another goal or two and possibly an assist. But, I mean, I was sort of happy that he didn't go too crazy because it would have hurt me massively. And um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, another Mr. Consistent Performance, you know, you get him in for the attacking returns, not necessarily um, the clean sheets. So, I mean, he's been pretty consistent all year getting those attacking returns. So it was pretty decent to see. And, uh, Jota missed another sitter again. It just seems to be the story of Jota's um, season so far, just missing a lot of sitters, which is good for me because I'm not an owner at the moment. And, you know, I'm looking at possibly getting him in for the next few weeks, but we'll see how we go. What about you, Damo? Yeah, so for me, uh, Chelsea, they blank the next two out of the next four. So definitely sort of not looking into bringing anyone in. And obviously... You know, moving uh, moving James out uh, and potentially potentially even moving uh, Rudiger out, especially if um, Laporte continues on his merry way. So bringing in that third, that third, um, oh, you know, second or third uh, Man City asset. Um, yeah, so like obviously in my side, I have uh, Mount and. Hasn't really since you know since he scored seven points all that while ago um, has sort of blanked or um, the highest he scored is a four so probably looking I'm probably looking into moving on uh, most if not all my Chelsea assets soon um, in terms of in terms of Liverpool uh, uh, obviously you know, Jota is probably a really good captaincy shout for this week um, obviously after the um, doubles, um, and then you know TA TA does TAA things. I'm sort of glad I didn't get rid of Salah because um, you know obviously he uh, gave us a bit of a love before um, before he uh, t- you know he's taken off for taken off Afcon. So 
Uh, obviously, now we can sort of sit back and watch him uh, dominate for for Egypt for a bit, and you know, love it because uh, uh, he's not playing for Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, uh, you know, for me, like obviously with Liverpool, you know, Jota and TAA are probably the, the two to have um, uh, for Liverpool. And then um, obviously once Salah does come back, hopefully he, dro- he drops, uh, you know, a couple of, um, you know, a point, you know, point one or point two in value. So then we can pick him up that little bit cheaper. Um, have it yourself. Uh, <laughs> Simon. Simon. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dave. Trust me, mate. When you go to um, when you go to sell your Chelsea boys, the the relief that leaves your body <laughs> when you when you sell their double defence that I've got you no returns <laughs> yeah. whatsoever for the past. Oh my god, it's such a nice feeling. I, I doubled up, <laughs> probably did the same as most people. I went Reese James and Marcus Alonso. I think they averaged about a point per person. The spell I had them, um, so so good for them to sell. Um, I won't be moving to any Chelsea assets for the foreseeable, um, especially the, this month. They've got um, City, Spurs, um, and then they're off to the Club World Cup. So um, I won't be bringing them back anytime soon whatsoever. Um, and I think if I did, <clears throat> I certainly wouldn't be doubling up on their defensive ever again. Most certainly <laughs> not. Um, it probably would go to just either Reese James or, as you mentioned, Dinya has been linked with them. Um, been linked with Chelsea, so he could be an option as well. Um, but no, I won't be won't be doubling up with them again. I was I was happy to see the back of them. Um, I saw Salah on the wild cards. Um, I mean, it's it's genuinely mad. Um, my EO um, this game week, Salah was at thirty percent and Jota was eighty percent. So Jota hurt my rank more than than Salah did, which you know is actually mad with the fact that everyone's been captain in for the past um, four months. Um, I don't think we would have said that going forward so I'm on a double with Liverpool at the moment I've got Trent and Jota so I don't know if I'll be going third I feel like I'd need to use a transfer well I would need to use a transfer now say I've got Bobby in for example Bob, Bobby's nailed no Salah Mane Bobby's nailed so say I go to Firmino that then means in literally what could be three weeks time I'm then moving Bobby out for another person to then get Salah back in straight away so I feel like instead of moving to another Liverpool asset now, I might as well just save that transfer just so I know I'm going to get Salah back in three game weeks' time. So regardless if we double up, which is unlikely at the moment because obviously the Carabao Cup game might be rearranged for that game week now. Um, so we might not double up at all. Um, so I think I'll stick with the two boys, the two boys for now, which is Trent and um, and Trent and uh, and Jota. And, and the best thing that's come out of um, the last couple of weeks, actually, with Chelsea not doing it, is we can finally we can finally stop talking about this um, Trent and Reese James debate because there isn't one. Like, <laughs> Trent is. was, yeah. Trent was is there ever clear? Was there ever one? Clear. Oh, oh, dude, I, I I must follow a lot of Chelsea fans, but every time mm. James would score, James, you know, better than Trent. I'd, I'm so glad we can put that argument to bed now. Trent is probably pound for pound the best. Oh, 100%. On the game. There's no, you know, I think he's 30 points clear as the highest scoring defender. It's just, uh, and this is cons- this is against Cancelo we're talking about. Actually, it might be 20 points. This is Jean mm. Cancelo we're talking about um, that he's competing with for like that, that best FPL defender asset. He's just, he, he's clear of them all. Um, love him, it's never a- ever um, will bench him or anything like that. 
It's almost like a cheat code. He's pretty much an attacking literally. midfielder playing defence. Mm. Yeah, literally. Yeah, we've, we've sort of been... Uh, no, you go, you go. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Trent being on pens now. Um, he takes all our set pieces anyway. Um, if Milner's not playing... Um, I, I, honestly, I wouldn't. I mean, we obviously need a penalty to, to see, but I can see Trent on pens. I'm not going to lie, with how well he strikes the ball. Mm. And Imagine. we've always said on this, yeah, we've always yeah. said on this on this pod that um, we're quite, uh, you know, we quite, quite like TAA, and we always sort of have seen him as um, that sort of midfielder that does play defence. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine Literally. if he was an actual midfielder? He'd probably be priced at about ten million plus. Easily, yeah. yeah, easily. The only problem, the only thing would be if he was like he'd almost. I hate saying this, but he'd almost be irrelevant if in FPL mm. if he was a midfielder, because uh, just the way you know, just the way that sort of the, the game is. Uh, if he was priced, you know, that little bit more expensive, like you know, seven million is like that. That's that sort of jotter price. But if he was sort of priced that, you know, even at the nines, it'd be hard to bring him in. It'd be very hard to bring him in. It, it would be hard. It would be hard picking your Liverpool boys if Salah, Mane, Jota, and Trent were all down midfielders. Correct. Blimey. <laughs> Literally. I mean, you, you you wouldn't pick any of the midfielders, would you? Like, you just I, have that three in there, and you're like, well, who else do I get? Hopefully, hopefully, if and when that ever happens, they move Salah up forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Salah yeah, retires, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, do any of you boys have Robbo? Um, no. No, but I like, I sort of I mm. mentioned him a few, might have been three pods ago. If you can't afford Trent Alexander-Arnold, which would be crazy to do, but I sort of thought he was yeah. a decent shout as sort of a downgrade option if you can't afford him, but. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure. Is he back from injury this coming week? It was it was suspension, wasn't it? He got sent off against Tottenham. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Ch- Ch- yeah. That's what, Chelsea was his last. Chelsea was his last game suspended. But again, when I mentioned about Bobby, if you move into Robbo now, it's that extra transfer you've got to make to get him in, and then to get him out again because you need that spot back for Salah. Um, so you, I, I think you'd either double up now with Trent and Jota. Or you double double up with Trent and Robbo. I think I'd yeah. suggest to everyone not to treble up because you're wasting two <laughs> transfers then to get it to yeah. get one See, in and one out. If that makes sense. At the moment, at the moment, I've obviously got um, Jota, TAA, and Salah. So, like, I can't yeah. move on to Robbo, even if I wanted to, sort of thing. Um, and even yeah. when I do sell, even when I do sell Salah, I don't want Salah back. So, exactly. like, yeah. you know, I mean, that's exactly. the thing. Like. Yeah, like you don't you want sell, to be stuck. Are you selling Salah? Oh, I, I, I more than likely will be. Yeah, for you will. Yeah. for Sun. Like, yeah. Yeah, I just I can't justify having a player of his value on the bench for, yeah. um, for, you know, for those two weeks. And like, obviously, Son's fixtures aren't too bad, and he's captainable. Um, uh, like next yeah. look, uh, as you probably um know as well, next week. Uh, it's going to be really interesting where the captaincy falls uh, next week. And yeah. I'll talk, sort of talk about it later. But, like, you know, other than, you know, Jota, maybe Bowen, there aren't really too many um, captaincy, like, shouts per se. So it's, it'll be interesting yeah. where people sort of fall. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, for me, like, I, I need to, um, and, you know, I, I know, you know, Quentin gives me a bit, a bit of crap about this, but I, I need to sort of, if I want to um, make some moves 
up the table. Um, I, you know, I need to be selling Salah because I can't afford to have, you know, a 12.5 million um, yeah. player on the, you know, sitting on the bench doing nothing. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I need to do that. So then I can catch up or, you know, uh, try, you know, try and catch up if I can. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, we might get on to the main game of the round, uh, Man United and Wolves. <laughs> um, sort of, it, it was a funny game, this, because I had Ronaldo. Is that because you and, lost? No. <laughs> 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 mate, you pop down, mate. You'll get your turn. It was funny um, for us. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, Saar and uh, Ronaldo, so I was sort of – that was a win-win for me unless uh, Saar conceded and Ronaldo blinked, and that was the only way I was going to lose this tussle. So Ronaldo probably should have had two goals. Um, I think it might have been Sancho who got on the fast break, and instead of passing it to an open Ronaldo on the back stick, he decided to back himself and went out for a, a throw-in because it come off the defender. Um, and then also Ronaldo got the goal that was offside as well. So I sort of jumped out of my seat for about a split second till I saw everyone pause and it was offside. But it's it's a tricky one because I do rate Ronaldo when Manchester United are playing good because he's always on the end of everything that happens there. But when they're not playing great, like you saw on the um, against the Wolves, he didn't look great. So it's a bit of a weird situation. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do, but sort of thought Sancho flashed a bit. I mean, the last couple of games, he's looked really good and it looks like he's actually nailed that spot down. It looks like uh, Greenwood and uh, Rashford are going to be rotating that other spot. So I think Sancho could be a bit of a shout if they start playing better than they have the last sort of two to three games. But in terms of Wolves, obviously, Sardis continues to be Mr. Consistent in goals, gets the save points most weeks. Didn't get too many this week just because Man United didn't really shoot at all. But um, most weeks, he's always in amongst the save points. And then when he does keep the clean sheet and the save points, he does get bonus as well. So I think alongside Ramsdale, as I mentioned earlier, is a decent shout. Um, in terms of potence, he looked amazing. And I guess... Every year he does flash and goes on many runs, but, you know, he created four chances, um, had the four shots, probably was unlucky not to get a goal. But I think if he does nail down that spot, I'm not sure how long Hwang's out for, but he is five and a half and only 0.1% owned. So might be a bit of an option there in the midfield, but outside of, outside those players, I'm not really looking at anyone and it's, Probably going to be Delo's last week in my side. I'd say I'm probably going to get rid of him. Maybe an upgrade. I'm not 100% sure yet, but that's about it for me. What about you, Demo? Yeah, so for me, like if if United could actually, you know, keep clean sheets, uh, you know, I would actually quite like having a few of their players in my team. But, uh, you know, I like DDG. I think uh, at his price, he's great value. Uh, but, you know, the question is, can they keep a clean sheet? Um, you know, with Dallo owners, uh, obviously you've sort of clarified this, but I, I would have said maybe hold for a week given uh, short suspension and um, sort of how uh, badly sort of a Wambasaka played. I would have to say he'd be back on the side um, fairly soon. But, um, but yeah, but uh, potentially after what you said, maybe not. Um <laughs> But uh, but you can't keep a clean sheet anyway, so maybe you get rid of. Um, mate, you term- only want David De Gea in the back line, mate, because 
<laughs> when we shit the bed, he at least gets save points. <laughs> yeah, true. And you, you got no excuses. You had no excuses week because Maguire wasn't playing for you. So, or the mighty <laughs> Phil Jones is back, mate. So that might be another option as well. <laughs> mate, he's got he's got the most meme worthy face ever. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, in terms of Wolves, like I, I will actually admit defeat on the on the pod here and say, Sar, you know he's. <laughs> He's actually done uh, decent things. Like, he's probably been your pickup of the season uh, there, Quentin. Yeah, but, he was uh, week three. I got him in. So, yeah, mate, smooth sailing, yeah. mate. Smooth sailing. You know what I mean? Like, and I said, like, I'm a, I'm a type of player. I, I don't like picking up, um, you know, players that are more, you know, more expensive than 4.5, 4.6 as a goalkeeper. But, you know, I will say um, he's done some really, really good things. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of, you know, Jimenez... Is he going to start being relevant again now, given, you know, the, the, the Wolves' fixture turn is coming? Uh, I believe, and again, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe um, uh, there's talks that Doherty might be going back to Wolves. I've heard that somewhere down yeah. the line. Um, is that done? I'm sure it's, so I ha- I'm I sure couldn't, it's done. I couldn't, see, I couldn't see anything official, but obviously, yeah. you know, because yeah, I know you know, the official part, yeah, yeah. But you know, if that's if that's a done deal, um, Doherty yeah. becomes super relevant um, again. In turn, I think that helps Jimenez even even more so. So um, because you know, when Doherty was at Wolves, he was sensational. Like obviously, he's never really um, produced the same sort of form at Spurs, but. Um, but I yeah. just um, spoke to our podcast underlings back in the office, mate, and um, apparently Wolves are put in a bid to sign um, Doherty. Oh, okay. So yeah, okay. But um, but I would like if if Doherty does go back to Wolves, uh, that would very much make me more uh, make me interested in, in Wolves assets again, especially you know Doherty and Jimenez. So um, and we you know as I said their fixtures coming up aren't too bad. So. Yeah, so watch your space in terms of Wolves' assets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about yourself, Simon? Yeah, mate, completely agree. Um, I, I can't believe how under the radar um, the Wolves' assets have gone for me, to be honest, the defence. Um, I, I, I'm trying to picture myself sitting down, scrolling through the app, and then focusing on the Wolves' boys. I can't remember me doing that. Mm. Um, and I don't know why, because now it's important to your attention the last couple of days. The numbers the defence are putting in are, are, are fantastic. They're getting returns pretty much every game. I mean, if you think even the the Liverpool game, it took a 94th minute goal from Origi. Against Man City, um, they lost because of that dodgy penalty where Bernardo hit it against Matinho's back. And somehow that was a penalty. So they could have <laughs> kept two clean sheets. They could, they could have kept two clean sheets there as well. Um, so I think, as Quinton says, with moving out Delotte, um, Delot, I think Max Kilman um, might be my shout um, for him. I think um, he's 4.5 um, and he's nailed now. He's starting pretty much every game for Wolves and he will do as well because Raymond Saiz goes to the AFCON. Um, so Kilman will probably be nailed for the rest of the month as well. So that could easily be a, easily be a move I make. Um, fair play on the Saar shout. Um, I think if, if Ramsdale wasn't such a, a safe magnet, um, I might be looking at Sar as well, but um, I'm more than happy with Ramsdale. So he'll probably be my keeper moving forward. But Max Kilman is defo, defo, defo on the watch list. No question about that. 
Um, not convinced by them going forwards. Um, I mean, they, they seem to boss most games, don't they? Um, and create chance after chance, but that doesn't give you that doesn't get you FPL points. Um, so I need one of those front three to be returned every game for me to consider them personally um, yeah. before I move to them. Um, it's it's a weird for, one because they play good up front, but there's just no FPL no. returns at the moment for anyone that's attacking. Yeah, and I, I think we could all agree we love Jimenez. Like if Jimenez was scoring one every two games, he'd he'd be you know fifty percent EO, wouldn't he? Um, yes. Yeah. What seven point five? I think he is seven points, whatever between seven point five and eight. It'd be yeah. pretty much all our teams set and forget. He starts every game, um, fantastic. But until he does start getting one every two or return every other two, um, I, I think I'll look to other assets. It's just a defence for now um, that I'll be yeah. targeting. Um, and yeah, as for Man United, coming from a Liverpool fan perspective, I mean, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we're all looking at the spreadsheet. I think we can see my reaction to uh, <laughs> to the United boys there. One thing, I, one thing I will say is um, total respect to Phil Jones, um, big at Phil Jones uh, to to be out for two years to come back for that level of performance. Um, fair play to the lads. Um, I, I I I can't see him not having a run of games now. I, does he does he genuinely become an FPL asset um, at the moment? Because Maguire is Maguire. I think you know. <laughs> I think I think genuinely. I think we know now. United fans. I mean, non-United fans have been saying it for ages now. But I think United fans are starting to see Maguire for what he actually is now, and he ain't no captain of Man United. There's just no question about that now. Um, I don't know if Ryan has injury problems. Um, Eric Bailly is off to the AFCON. So does Phil Jones become um, an FPL asset now? So that's something I will definitely, definitely be keeping my eye on. Um, not saying I'm going to get him, but <laughs> certainly not going to say that because United still have to keep the clean sheets, don't they? Um, yeah. But I think as an FPL asset, it's definitely something to come on. Um, a nice little avoid for me at the moment, United, until you start showing some form. Um, I've, I haven't had Ronaldo all season. Um, I don't think I'll be having Ronaldo at that price. Um, so yeah, there's, there's no real assets. I will say Green was not nailed. Rashford's not nailed. Sancho's not nailed. Even Bruno was bench, wasn't he against Wolves? So is he yeah. nailed um, at the <laughs> moment? So there's 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 uh, you've got a lot of players for their positions. So I think I'll be seeing until you hit a bit of form before I start targeting you guys. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't think if I, if I wasn't a Man United supporter, I probably wouldn't have as much yeah. patience as Ronaldo, but I'm kind of yeah. seeing glimpses where he's making runs, but we can't make a five-yard pass. So it's just pretty yeah. much that's his game. If we're struggling, you know, he's not one of those players like the old Ronaldo back in 2008 where he picks the ball up from his own half and beats six no. plays and scores a goal. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I think beginning of the season, I was Bruno. Like, I was, I was looking at, I was looking at, like, I was building my squad for game week one, and, and there was that huge debate, wasn't that? You, you, you go Salah. Like, bottom line, you go Salah, and then do you go with that extra premium, which was Bruno, or do you spread the cash? And I decided to spread the cash game week one, and then um, Bruno obviously scores the hatch against Leeds, and then Ronaldo happens. So the question I had, uh, game week three or four, I can't remember which one he made. I know it was against Newcastle because he scored twice, didn't he? The question yeah. I had was, did I get, do I, because I said no to Bruno at 12 mil, did I then say, rip that all up 
go against everything that I was saying and then move to Ronaldo at 12.5. And luckily, although I wish I had because obviously he scored twice, I decided to say, no, I'm not going Bruno, so I'm not going to move to Ronaldo. Um, I'm not going to use the cash on Ronaldo because that defeats the purpose. So I'm lucky yeah. I did. I'm lucky he hasn't hauled every single game because he quite easily could have done. Um, but yeah, I, I won't be going United assets anytime soon for me. Yeah, no, that's a fair call. I think David De Gea at the moment is probably the only one that's sort of yeah. looking like someone. But I mean, as you've mentioned, Ramsdale, you know, he's a freak and so is Saar. So, you know, yeah. it's one of those you pick one of the three and, you know, Man United aren't probably keeping many clean sheets at the moment, but we'll see how we go. No, I mean, I mean, De Gea would have hauled, like, let's be honest. He was 10 <laughs> minutes away from, like, getting all three bonuses, wasn't he? He was, you know, 10 minutes away from a good 10-11 pointer. So that Matinho goal certainly helped non-De Gea owners, no question about that. No, it was, it was, I was actually quite happy, even though he lost, I kind of sort of thought, well, I've got Sarin goals, clean sheet, and yeah. everyone yeah. around me had De Gea, so it was, happy you know. be happy for your team to lose? No, not losing, <laughs> but just still the money, mate, looking at the glass yeah. half full, you know, I just, yeah. yeah, I was frustrated at the result, but I was kind of like, well, at least I get some benefit out of it, I guess. Um <laughs> Obviously, there's two more games to go, so we probably won't touch on them too much. We might just get into our differential picks for the upcoming game weeks. So sort of the last few weeks, I picked Sancho uh, this week, so he, he hasn't gone too bad. I had the six points, but next week I'm kind of looking at, I think it might be Brighton's fixture, McAllister. I sort of, I just am very intrigued by him, and you know he's only 0.4% owned, so I think he might be a bit of a cheeky shout just to see they've got Palace and Leicester the next two games so I don't rate either defense I mean Palace defense hasn't been too bad but I think it's been a little bit hidden by how good their attacks been so I think those two games are easily games where Brighton could score and then I think um, McAllister after watching him play this week I sort of think he might be a bit of a sneaky shout but what about you Damo? Uh, what are we doing differential sorry? Yeah, differentials just for week yeah, twenty one. So for, I mean, for me, for me, I think um, it's going to be the City boys uh, in Sterling and and potentially even Laporte. Uh, given you know Laporte's last five has been six, six, ten, six, and six. So you know at five point six million and five point six percent owned. Funnily enough, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you can. Yeah, I don't know how you can go wrong with. Um, with Laporte, but definitely, I think, uh, definitely Ster- with Mares sort of going to AFCON, I think, and Sterling sort of fi- finally finding a place in that city lineup. Um, yeah, definitely those two boys uh, uh, for the next, you know, four to five weeks. How about yourself, Simon? Um, yeah, so my, my differential is in my team already. I- I'd go DCL, um, 5% mm. owns. I'd, yeah, I'd go DCL. Um, there was a rumours he's, he's got a tight um, he's got a, a tight hamstring or he felt tightness because obviously his first game back in four months. But they've got the uh, the FA Cup game at the weekend, so I'm hoping he sits that out, plays against Leicester, comes through that okay, um, and then he's back for the Norwich game because again I'm, I'm targeting Norwich. Um, whenever I go to make a transfer, I'll always double-check see who Norwich are playing, see if I can bring one of those players <laughs> in for first. It, it's, it's just working. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're down. Um, they're, they're just not Premier League quality. Um, so, D-Cell would be my number one. And just a little shout for James Madison. 
Um, just calling him now, he's 8.4 owns. Um, Leicester are due to double up, um, and one of those games will be against Norwich. Um, Burnley on the 15th as well. Um, so I think Madison could be could be well in Rochelle. The only thing with him is their fixtures get really tough moving forward. So it'll probably be a case of in and out um, for James Madison. But um, definitely someone I'm going to keep my eye on um, if he's fit unless a double up with Burnley and Norwich because he could seriously get some points that game week. Mate, that's a great shout because I am the president of the Madison fan club. <laughs> I, uh, I got it. him in a few weeks ago at 6.8. When I got Rafinha out, I went straight to um, Madison. So, Madison, um, yeah, nice. Got his decent hauls. I think I was, after watching one game, I think in the Premier League, he got the 11 points and then he played the Europa League and got two assists, I think. So, I kind of was just like, nah, I'm just going to take a punt. If it doesn't work, I'll just get him out. But yeah, nah, been pretty happy. And against Liverpool, he actually had a pretty decent game and probably unlucky not yes. to sort of get yeah. more of a return. But yeah, yeah I like the shout, yeah. mate. And I think I think 6.9 is just on that level where I'd happily bench him one or two games. Um, yeah. Like he's not, he's not too expensive that you think, oh God, he's taken out all my budget. So I think I would happily bench him occasionally if needed. So... Yeah, he's, he's definitely similar. I know Valley's out injured. Um, Ian Acho's off to the AFCON as well. Um, Dakar is injured as well at the moment. Yeah. So he will he will play. There's no question about that either. So yeah, um, DCL and Madison for me, boys, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. I sort of think um, even in the harder games, it's probably only game I probably would be hesitant playing. He would probably be against City. But I think mm. most teams, I think he, he should be a decent shout. Um, yeah. Next, I might go to players to watch. Um, so just put McAllister on there. I just want to probably see whether he can do it two weeks in a row or whether it's just a bit of a flash in the pan. So, but if he does return against Palace, I'll probably be getting him in against Leicester as a bit of a punt before I sort of look at doing the free hit. So we'll see how we go and see what the fixtures are and who has double fixtures and stuff. So it could change, but we'll see how we go. What about you, Demo? Uh, for me, I'll definitely be looking at Doherty if he signs for Wolves uh, as a player to watch. Uh, yeah, that's mine. How about yourself, Simon? Um, St. Maximin for me. Um, I, I'm just going to have a quick look at his... Yeah, so 10% own for St. Max. Um, depending on what signings um, Newcastle make this January, but looking at their fixtures, they've got Watford, Leeds, Everton, um, and either Everton or Southampton in the double. So I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take a punt on a um, on Saint Max um, if Newcastle sort their stuff out um, and they make some decent signings in um, in January. Now, that's a, how long's he out for? Is he only he's only out for about three weeks, isn't he? Oh, so, so well, I, I don't. Yeah, he came off injured, but I don't think he's injured. Injured is he? No, I think some Max. Yeah, I think he might he might back in a, in a week or two. I think Wilson was the longer term injury, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Right. Because yeah, bear in mind I they've thought... got they've got ten days until the next game anyway. Um, yeah, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, my watch list will be the person on the bench. Then <laughs> that will be my to watch person. <laughs> <laughs> I can watch him on the bench. But yeah, they've got they've got ten days until that. Till that Watford game, so um, I'd like to think he'll be back for then. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah but he's my guy. More than likely. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. that'd be good. He, he can score as many points as he wants then, because I've got my stake bet up with Damo. So thanks for <laughs> that, Damo, mate. Yeah, cheers, cheers nice. for that. <laughs> I'm not sure whether you're aware, mate. Uh, I think might have been about 
or eight weeks ago on the pod, we did a bet for most points out of St. Max and Wilson. And, um, yeah, I've managed to get a stake from Damo, so he'll have to pay that nice. forward to me. Yeah. Who's, yep. who's got who? Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. So who's I had St. Max yeah. and he had yeah, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. We started the bet the week after uh, St. Max uh, hauled, and then yeah. um, Will, the, Wilson the week, I think the week after, ended up going back-to-back nines, so that just yeah. killed me. Um, and then oh, obviously they, no. they, they got injured They got injured at the same time, so I think the bet was supposed to end in game week 20, but then they got both got injured in game week 19, so oh, okay. <laughs> that was yeah, the end of our bet. Typical. I, uh, I actually, I, I brought in, I brought in Wilson for them two nine pointers. Um, yeah. And Wilson would have, yeah, Wilson would have been the striker that I backed. But um, mm. I just, you just watch that Maximum and you just, I don't yeah. know, he He's just, just does yeah. it, doesn't he? He's just so exciting. Um, He's yeah, like Trey so, Ore with a finishing touch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great show. Yeah, he's actually, yeah, Trey Ore with footballing ability. <laughs> that's spot on, yeah. <laughs> Uh, might get on to the shit the bed. Uh, this week I sort of put Chelsea's defence. I just think that they've fallen off a cliff. They just just don't look like prime Chelsea defence that they were early in the season. So, yeah, I'm putting them down. What about you, Demo? Yeah, so I'm surprised you've put down Chelsea's defence given that how badly Man United played. Um, <laughs> so I've um, put Man United firmly into the uh, shit the bed segment for this week. I think... Um, they're just uh, I don't know I don't know what's going on at uh, Man United. You know, you guys sacked Ole because he was apparently no good, and uh, Ragnick's come in and you're still no good. So <laughs> I don't know what the hell's yeah. going on with you guys. Uh, Keeping everyone on <laughs> their toes, mate. We'll strike yeah. when no one expects it. <laughs> How about yourself, Simon? Uh, I'll go Spurs. I think um, Swansea win one nil at Watford, who seem to concede four every game. Um, it's got nothing to do with the fact I've got Son and Kane boys. I promise. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go Spurs. You, you should be easily comfortably beating Watford. Um, so I don't know if a team winning a football match counts as shit in the bed, but I expected four goals minimum. So I'm, I'm going to go with Tottenham. I think. Mm. Mate, there's there's no description on what shit the bed means. It's if it frustrates yeah. you and you know, like shit in your bed, you wake up, you'd be pretty filthy. So one goal against yeah. Watford made, I'm all on that train because I had Son, so Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm going, yeah, I'll go. I'll um go just before you get into the next segment, just letting you guys know that um as of five minutes ago, Liverpool's Carabao Cup semi final has been postponed. So it's a uh, after COVID outbreak. So um, it's on it's on Sky Sports at the moment. So I would hazard to say that would kill any sort of talks of a double game week for Liverpool yeah. next week, because I, I would hazard to say it'll be played next week. Um, so mm-hmm. Liverpool will, will still play twice, but uh, in terms of Premier League wise, only once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I think I think that backs us up, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. Everyone's asking. Um, just yeah. stick with doubles. Don't don't treble up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yep, yep. no, all good. Oh, thanks for that breaking news demo, mate. That's why you're the co-host, mate. <laughs> um, might get on to the mailbag questions. Uh, the first question we got is: Considering Seller should be back game week twenty-four, and he's free hitting in twenty-two, would you sell him in twenty-three, knowing he might miss game week twenty-four? Um, oh, and also, P.S. Love you, Supremo. <laughs> So, had to put that in thank there for you, you mate. <laughs> well done, thank you, mate. I, to be, I did ask for that to be put in there. <laughs> Not <in sight>. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, one of your many fans, I'd say, mate. 
Um, yeah. For me, <laughs> it might just depend on whether you have that spare transfer that you can sort of use to get him back in. Because if you do, I probably would be getting him out, possibly for like a Son or a Sterling or sort of one of those sort of just below um, Salah's price. But if you don't really have that free transfer to use, I probably wouldn't be getting him out. But sort of that's what I, my thoughts on it. What about you, Damo? Yeah, so um, for me, uh, in that case, uh, if he's only going to miss that one game for him, um, potentially maybe just bench him for that game. Um, but uh, if if Egypt do make it to the final, let's just say Egypt do make it to the final, does he miss more than two games or is it still only two games? No, I think it might be game week 25 he would come back if they make the final, I think. From so, you know, it's, I think it's a case-by-case basis. I think, as I said to you, for me, given my, my rank, you know, like I, um, I'm i selling because I want to try and get a leg up. But um, I think it's just a case-by-case. Like if you're, you know, willing to bench a 12.5 million or a 13 million player um, for, you know, one or two weeks and go right ahead if, you, if you've got the team, like if you've got the – that's a team to sort of support. But, um, yeah, I think it's case by case. How about yourself, uh, Supremo? Yeah, yeah, I, I generally, yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, if it is just for game week 23, um, I'd bench him um, and look to see if he came back for 24-25 for because if you free hit in in 22, you're getting him back anyway, aren't you? Um, I'm just looking at the fixtures now. and um, I mean, Chelsea plays Spurs, so if you haven't made the move to Son, you probably wouldn't for that game anyway. Um, City, that week, have got Southampton, Brentford and um, Norwich. Norwich, yeah. So, Salah to De Bruyne. Sterling all day. Shout. <laughs> yes, or Sterling. Yeah, exactly. If if Salah if Salah's going to miss the twenty five, if I still had Salah and had his money, my move would probably be for him to a Man City midfielder. Um, I mean, yeah, Southampton, Brentford, Norwich. The fixtures couldn't be any better, could they? Um, for a Man City midfielder. So if it goes to twenty five, that'd be my move. But if it was just twenty three, I'd bench him. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, we've probably already answered this next one. Um, are United assets a no-go? If not, who do you think are viable assets? Um, probably just depends how much patience you have and how much sanity because owning any asset outside of David Hayer at the moment is an absolute um, stressful situation. But I think if they do improve a little bit, I think Sancho and Ronaldo might be two options to look at. But at the moment, probably just David De Gea or no one at all. What about you, Damo? Yeah, uh, we answered this one earlier. I think uh, um, uh, you're dead on the money. I think it's David De Gea or bust. How about yourself, uh, Simon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you both. Echo the comments, nothing more to add. Yeah, De Gea or no one for me at the moment. Uh, next one we got, what formation looks to be the best moving forward? Clean sheets drying up and still very few forwards delivering. Um, I don't mind the shout of three fullbacks, five midfielders, and then two up front because at the moment it seems like there's so many midfielders and you just don't have enough spots. So I'd probably be just doing maybe the three premium fullbacks or even two premiums and sort of one middle tier, sort of that 4.8 to 5.3 type setup, possibly like a Spurs asset as that third option. But 
the sort of thing you're investing more plays into that midfield there and then just have the two up front, whether you go sort of like a Ronaldo and a Dennis or go Antonio and Dennis or someone like that. But, yeah, I think that's the best formation for me. What about you, Demo? Uh, yeah, so for me, I think um, I'm going to keep sort of the, going with maybe four four two uh at the moment, uh, potentially even a three five two. Uh, when I drop one of my uh, defenders, uh, I think there's a lot of value in the midfield at the moment. And, um, yeah, so I, I think the midfield is where, where the points are at the moment. So, yeah, I think either four four two or four or a 3-5-2 is the way to go. What about you, Simon? Um, yeah, again, I'd, I'd go 3-5-2 or 3-4-3 three, three at the moment. Um I'm personally locked in for a three-four-three at the moment because I've um, I've spent quite a lot of my budget um, on my forwards with the Kane DCL moves, um, so I'll pretty much always be playing three at front until one of them moves on. Um, I'd, I'd say big at the back is dead. I don't know if you boys agree with me on that. I think <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that was especially when you were double up, say Chelsea, you double up on City defenders. You're you're paying four minimum, weren't you? But I think that that idea is kind of gone now. Um, so personally, I'd, I'd invest my money into, into the into the midfielders. So yeah, three four three or three five two for me. Yeah, no, nah, the mullet strategy is dead in the water, and the top knot strategy <laughs> is <laughs> outflowing. The so, mullet strategy, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's completely <laughs> dead yet. I think it all depends on Man City assets. Um, yeah. But yeah, with Chelsea blanking two of the next four, it's going to be hard to keep. Uh, big at the back. Oh, you you are correct in that, Simon. If you if you Mate. were going big at the back, who would you go for? At the moment, yeah. um, uh, for, for mine, I I would go Cancelo, TAA, uh, Laporte, um, and then and then it then it gets hard. So like, that's do you what throw I'm saying. In, it's that fourth yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you throw in? Do you do you throw in as we said a Robertson? Or yeah. you know, you know, what I mean, like you, you can't really call it big at the back when you've got like a say a West Ham asset down there. You know what I mean? Like, no. like yeah, no. our, you know, uh, yeah. So, um, it, yeah, that's that's where it's hard. You know, like even even putting Regulian down there, or you know, Spurs asset again, they're not. Um, it's not what you consider big at the back sort of thing. So, no. I think your best three defenders in the game at the moment are probably TAA, Cancelo, and Laporte at the moment. So, yeah, so maybe it is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can have the, the top knot and a little ponytail at the back, which is TAA, yeah. but, yeah, no, I, I think you're pretty spot on. It's got to the point where you don't really want to invest too much. Um, no. Next question we got, when do you triple captain? When is the best time to use a triple captain? Um, and is Salah still the best option? I think if it makes sense, use it. But if it doesn't make sense and you have sort of, I guess, uh, a sort of second guessing it, I probably wouldn't use it. Maybe just try and look further down the list. But with COVID happening, it's one of those things where you just never know what's going to happen. So I think if you, you have a decent game in a week and say you want to go triple captain salary, it might be against Norwich or someone, I'd just do it. And don't sort of hold out for these double game weeks because sometimes it might not always work out. But that's just my opinion. What about you, Damo? Yeah, I think given the delayed EFL game with uh, with Salah or with uh, Liverpool, 
Um, you know, Salah definitely get a double game week later on the season. I'm still a fan of um, using my chip in a double game week. So, and he's probably still the best bet, still still a bit the best option for that um, for that chip. So, yeah, for for mine, I'd probably use it on Salah potentially in double game week. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about yourself, Supremo? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I was going to do it. I was going to do it this game, next game week. I was going to do Jota. If if the fixtures were Brentford and Leeds, I was just going to go for it. Um, oh, well. Because I knew, it, yeah, I knew it'd be 180 minutes. Um, mm. But obviously now, yeah, now because the, the, the cup games in rearranged, you probably won't double up. So it, it probably has done me a favour with, with what's going on at the moment, with COVID's going on at the moment. Your player could miss out just like that, couldn't it? Out of a, out of a, um, just like that. So, um Maybe it's done me a favour, but um, yeah, I was generally going to do it. So I'll probably hold off now. Wait till COVID dies. I say COVID dies. Love months, that. Time, won't they? So yeah, um, so I'll probably wait and, and see um, and see what the COVID infection rate is like moving forward. But I'll, I will do it on a double game week, um, and it probably will be on Salah um, if, of course, we do have that. But um, yeah, I was, I was so excited. I was going to do Jota, triple captain, but. Fortunately, that dream is dead now. <laughs> no, nah, it's fair. I, I used my uh, triple captain on Salah. I think I went against Newcastle. I sort of only had seven players playing, so I thought I'd do the triple captain. And, um, yeah, Salah had a very quiet game. He still got an assist, but, yeah, it wasn't what I'd hoped for. Oh, it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> but, anyway... Um, Moving on to our guest question, mate. Every week, whenever we have a guest on the pod, we usually ask sort of a bit of a scenario question or just a life question. But the one this week <laughs> is what uh, FPL chip should be added for next season? Um, I might start Ooh. with I wouldn't mind the chip called the Roman goalkeeper where you can take your goalkeeper out and play any forward defensive player or midfielder for that one game week. I think that would be a pretty, um, pretty yeah. nifty chip to have. Yeah, I like that. What about um, you, Damo? Uh, we'll, go, we'll go for Supremo first since it's the guest question and then uh, um, cut back to me. Um, <laughs> unless, you know, <laughs> unless he's trying to think. And... No, no, no. I, I can't get that. That ship sounds awesome. I can't get that out of my head. Uh, <laughs> 11 out for the players. That'd be awesome. Um, well, I think because I've been playing the UCL one as well, I, I'd love a limitless chip um, for one game week. Um, that'd be yeah I'd really really enjoy that um, just completely no no budget whatsoever for one game week um, that'd be actually pretty want. good mm. yeah so, so but I mean we've kind of got that with the free hit haven't we I've, I've, although um, you need to still put within budget I would like a limit of one um, one game mm. week um, but no, I'm fully invested on the roaming goalkeeper one now <laughs> I'm fully invested <laughs> in that I'm generally going to start campaigning for that love it yeah, so I would I'd love sort of a limitless or an unlimited chip as well, um, with yeah. absolutely no restriction. So like for me, you know, you can pick, you know, no no cap, but also no cap on dollars, but also no cap on how many players um, you can pick from a team. So you know, I mean, like with say Liverpool, you know, you could pick four or five Liverpool players if you wanted to um, in a week. So I think that would be a an interesting sort of chip to have to see what, you know, because it would open up different strategies um, that people have. Uh, also, probably, you know, the other chip that would be interesting is the best captain chip, which uh, would basically mean in that game week you would get um, the best score uh, regardless, sort of like, so basically yeah. 
you, you, you know, you don't really captain anyone that week, so you would get the automatically your best, um, your best score as captain. Um, but yeah, so that, uh, I think again, that would be like for some of us that always miss on captains, that uh, probably a decent ship to have. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. Yeah. That sounds good as well. Boy, me, I like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know why you said that unlimited chip demo, just so you could stack your team full of your West Ham players. Oh, of mate. course, of course, mate, of course. Yeah. Especially when we play um, Man United. Oh, mate. <laughs> is, <laughs> is that because next season West Ham players will be over ten million? Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if no, Damo was making the price. Everyone would be yeah. massive from West Ham. I, I think yeah. I think the problem's gonna be next next season we're gonna have our best players playing for other teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with, with all the with all the rumours that are that are circulating around with Rice going to potentially City and Bowen and going to Liverpool. Going to Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, hope, hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> on the um, on the on the long on the long run, I, I would like our vice um, captains to be getting points as well. I, I just feel like mm. people you well, do your vice captain just because you got to do yeah. your vice captain, but yeah. no one really pays attention to I it. Think, I do wish they got points. Yeah, I think half um, points, the, like half points, when, like one and a yeah. half points. Yeah, when yeah, um, yeah, when everything shut down with COVID, what was it, a couple of years ago? Um, I started, uh, and the Bundesliga was sort of start was one of one of the first European uh, competitions that started back up. I ended I ended up playing the Bundesliga sort of fantasy for a little bit, and they do it differently in terms of captaincy, where you have a captain in your um, defence, a captain in your mid, and a captain in your forward. Yeah. Um, and then you can even change your captain if you wanted to as well. So that was that was a really interesting sort of one to do because I, I actually quite liked that one because you you sort of have a lesser chance of missing as well um, yeah. because you sort of spread it over um, spread it over three uh, three positions. Yeah, yeah, I, I play the Bundesliga as well, Damo. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with that. And, and the fact you can, if someone blanks, you can take them out for somebody else. Yeah, correct. It's, it's really, it's really enticing because you always have good game weeks, so it's always yes. fun. It just feels like an FPL. The majority of times, you just you know, you're left with fifty, sixty points. You think, oh, blimey! I've spent, <laughs> I spent a week. I've spent a week analysing this for that. You know, yeah. so um, yeah, I, I like that with the Bundesliga. I totally agree. Mm. I might get on to our team plans. Obviously, going forward, it's a bit hard at the moment. Obviously, not knowing much between now and the last two or last three games for the game week. But I'm probably looking at maybe a Bowen transfer at this stage, uh, a Bowen captaincy shout, sorry. Um, and transfers probably just waiting to see what happens, obviously with the double game weeks and then injuries as well. But, yeah, that's about it for me. What about you, Dama? Yeah, for me, I think it's an easy one, Salah out for Sun, um, and then captaincy potentially either Bowen or Jota. Uh, how about yourself, uh, Simon? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I I had plans. I promise, I had plans. Um, Madison for me, um, hence why he was on my um, on my one to watch list. Um, Madison will be coming in for either um, Raf or um, or Gray. If I go to marry Gray to Madison, then um, I don't have Gray against Norwich, which feels like a bit weird to be honest. Um, but I do generally really want Madison for that game week, so Madison will be my next transfer in. I just don't know who for at the moment. Yeah, that's a fair shout. Are you? I see you've got a captain's rudder down, mate. Is that going to be set and forget, or are you going to sort of ponder it a little bit? 
No, sorry. Yeah, so I, I obviously complete. I did. Yeah, I did the spreadsheet before the the game was called off. So um, no, I probably will look into that now. Um, and I say, as I mentioned, he was going to be my triple captain um, for that double. So no, I'll have a look. But Bowen v Leeds, as you've mentioned, will probably be appealing now. Um, he might be a shout. But as I said, when we did the Leeds, um, when we did the Leeds Burnley game, Leeds are starting to get their players back now. So I don't think they're they're going to be as easy a target. Um, as they would yeah. have been um, when you know City put um, eight, pa- it was eight, wasn't it? Put eight past yeah. them, and then Arsenal put four. I think we'll start to see a bit of a different needs now, which which I think we can all agree we're, we're really happy with because Bielsa has been a breath of fresh air, um, and yeah. all the injuries they've had have sucked. So I really hope they can get a bit of form coming back now once all their players are there. I think um, Leeds' defense is sort of linked to their attack, so when they're attacking good, yeah. They don't seem to concede as much, so mm. that might be a and, decent shout. Phillips, you know, Kelvin Phillips is, is out injured again, and he's such a big loss for them. Um, yeah. uh, the drop off between having him in centre midfield or click, you know, you know what I mean? It's that is a big drop off. So um, I don't think Leeds will be as easy to target as they have been previously. That's it. Well, that about wraps up our pod this week. I'd like to thank you for coming on, Simon, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I know it's been probably about five, six weeks in the making. <laughs> yeah, no, generally, just, just for the invite, boys, it's, I say it's, um, I, I mentioned in the DMs, it's my first ever pod, so um, genuinely, really, 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 well, done real well, mate. It's done real well. Yeah, I, um, I, I've said to many people, I talk quite a lot, so... Um, I'd, I've listened to a few pods before, so I think I've probably, in terms of words, said the most. Um, <laughs> uh, just to, just, we love that, dude. Just, <laughs> just the invite, lads, and having me on. Yeah, I genuinely really appreciate it. And, and the whole reason of setting up, FP, getting on FPL Twitter, I mean, you know, I'm talking to two lads in Australia about football. There is no <laughs> other... There is no other form of life, form way of life that I would be doing that if I wasn't on FPL mm. Twitter, so... Uh, yeah, it's been a blast, boys. I, I genuinely really appreciate it. Thank you. No, that's been awesome, mate. And as, as you know, our pod, we sort of try to get different people on. So it gives sort of the the listeners a sort of variety of, I guess, analysts because, you know, no one wants to hear Damo bang on about West Ham how much they are or, you know, yeah. how good Man United is. It's, it's good to have someone that sort of has a different viewpoint. And obviously because you're smashing it out of the part this year, and quite high in the ranks, you know, you're doing something right. Yeah. So any type of advice you yeah. can offer is usually very much appreciated. Yeah, hopefully, so hopefully I can stay there as well, which would be um, which would be really really cool. As the first year taking it properly, um, taking it seriously, that'd be that'd be boss. Yeah, really cool. And um, and another thing, I'm not sure if you've seen, but most guests that come on the pod, I think about a 90 percent hit rate, get a green arrow the following <laughs> week. So, nice. I mean, I don't so, don't so, want to jinx and, you. <laughs> yeah, would that count as the game week we're still in now? I mean, um, or would that be for the weekends? Have you ever? We'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> see how it goes, yeah. and I'll paint the narrative, mate. If it doesn't work out, it'll be <laughs> next week. But if it does work uh, out, it, um, this week. I was gonna say if uh, if it does work out, uh, Quentin, we're banging on about it next week anyway. So <laughs> okay, that's okay. it, mate. It's, well, it's the only thing we yeah. have, mate. We've got to cling on to it. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll let you guys know how I get on um, this game week, and then we can we, we can take it from there. Okay. All of our stuff. Head over to our Twitter FPL underscore amateurs underscore Oz. Again, for all of uh, West Ham propaganda, head over to Damo's FPL 
West Ham and for all the Simon stuff, he shares a lot of great articles, puts a lot of good opinions up. Um, head over to FPL underscore Supremo. Um, head over to our Facebook EPL Fantasy Amateurs of Oz and uh, you'll find our podcasts on Podbean, Spotify and iTunes. And if you are listening to us on Spotify and iTunes, feel free to drop us a rating just because it will get us to a few new listeners, hopefully people that are, are looking for that kind of thing. But yeah, good luck for the rest of the week and hopefully your arrows will be green next week and hopefully, Damo, you continue to fall behind me in the rankings, mate. I was going to say, before we head off uh, as well, we're, we uh, can't leave the pub without mentioning the uh, FBL social get-together, uh, our very own FF uh, Fest, um, and head over to at FPL underscore social for more information about that. I know the, the Addicts boys are looking forward to... Uh, I know a few of them are... Um, uh, getting ready to go for that. So, and it's sure. So, if you are um, in Melbourne in uh, early February and uh, want to come down and uh, talk a bit of FPL with people uh, in person, I think that'll be a great, uh, great little get together. Yeah, definitely. And any UK visitors that want to feel like flying over, um, <laughs> you'll have to quarantine because the gates are open. Ah, that's right. If, if Novak Djokovic can get into Australia, anyone can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next week, fellas. <laughs> see you.